Welcome to the Jungle Thoughts Podcast, where we'll discuss the latest developments on Amazon, e-commerce, and more. Join Abe Shamali as he shares his decades of experience in online sales and marketing and has a few opinions to discuss as well. Here's your host, Abe Shamali. Hey everyone in podcast land, I feel like it's been forever since I recorded one of these, so I'm going to try and make it up by getting a little bit more in depth with today's stories. First off, we've got Amazon Accelerate. For those of you not familiar, Amazon has had a history of putting on events for their sellers over the past few years. They've had Boost, they've had Amazon AdCon, and now they've got a show called Accelerate. I'm actually not sure if they've done Accelerate before, it doesn't really seem familiar, but uh, I might have forgotten about it. Anyway, this is going to be the first year that it's going on completely remote, and that makes things a little bit different. The first thing that ends up happening is, of course, that there are unlimited participants that can join. Uh, the second thing that makes it different is that we aren't going to be able to have in-person networking. Although, if someone can find a way to make networking happen effectively in this world of Zooming, uh, the world is theirs, and you've probably got your next internet billionaire. At this point, Zoom absolutely does not cut it for networking. It doesn't at all reproduce the dynamics that we have when we go to a show and we start a conversation sitting next to one someone during a session and then we bump into them later and have a more detailed conversation and exchange contact information and it turns into a business relationship. None of that happens on Zoom. Um, sliding into somebody's DMs on Zoom is sort of creepy, uh, I would imagine, and I don't see that as being an organic type of business connection happening. So that's left open. Um, the third thing that ends up happening with a show like this being done on the internet is Amazon has a lot of flexibility to create a lot of content. And uh, what I'm seeing is that over the course of three days, they have apparently 81 sessions. I don't know if these 81 sessions includes the keynote and some other things, but 81 of anything for a business conference is a lot of things to take in. What I'm going to try to do today is go over these and give you my impressions of what to expect, give you my impressions of what might go wrong, what can be useful, and you might be able to use this as a guideline to participating in Accelerate yourself. All right, so first off, if you are interested in participating in Accelerate, uh, it is open to anyone. All you need to do is go to register.amazonaccelerate.com. You'll be taken to a sign-up screen. You don't even have to be a seller on Amazon to be able to participate. And this sort of makes sense because a lot of the content is geared towards people who are either on day one or are even still just thinking about selling on Amazon. I have thoughts about that and I'll share it during the course of going through these sessions. But anyway, uh, if you want to sign up, you need to do it relatively soon because the actual conference takes place on September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. That's about 10 days from now. Um, if you listen to this after 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, there might be some replays available. There might not. Who knows? I guess we'll, time will tell. Um, kicking things off on September 1st is a keynote session. Keynote sessions usually kick off most conferences, and it's basically somebody high up in the organization of the conference that will take 20-30 minutes to set the tone for the events coming forward, and in this case, Amazon does not disappoint. They are going to be having Jeff Wilkie speaking. The keynote is called Keynote, Welcome and Fireside Chat with Jeff Wilkie. 
Now, when this was first presented, Jeff Wilkie is a big deal. He's basically the number two person at Amazon right behind Jeff Bezos. Since then, this morning, Jeff Wilkie actually announced that he's going to be retiring come September 21. Uh, not September 21, but actually spring of 2021. Now, having a person that's on their way out the door... It's going to make for an interesting thing. I can't imagine he's going to say anything very much different or anything very subversive on his way out. But hearing his comments, knowing that he's on the way out, it's definitely going to be a session that I want to listen to. If nothing else, then to be able to evaluate the words a little bit. A uh, quick note, his timing for retiring is pretty interesting. On one hand, he's been with Amazon for decades. Um, and on that same hand, he has just steered Amazon through one of the biggest challenges any company has ever had, possibly that of maintaining an unbelievably high level of service during this first months of the COVID epidemic and being able to balance shipping the important things on time, pushing aside other things with delays that people can possibly accept, and getting ready for a fourth quarter, which is going to be very unlike anything anyone has ever seen. He has overseen a lot. I probably wouldn't say even say that Jeff Bezos has overseen the same. I, I sort of feel like he's more disconnected from the company than the CEO is. Um so yeah, it's going to be very interesting to hear what he has to say. It's a short amount of time. They call it a 34-minute session. And if the first session ends at 12.34 p.m. Eastern, the second session starts at 12.40. They're going to give you about six minutes to get some coffee or, I don't know, walk from session to session. That's what would typically happen during these things. I'm not sure what the point of the delays are, except maybe to just reset your head or take some notes. Now, what I'm seeing on my computer screen is that there are two columns of sessions with these timestamps. And it looks like for every session, there is an advanced session that goes on and a very, very basic one. And at 9.40 a.m., we really get the essence of this. So at 9.40 a.m., we've got two sessions going on, and you can choose to participate quote-unquote live. Um... The first session is called Getting Started, The Seller Journey. And the description is, of course, an introduction to how selling online can help you reach your target customers, the components of online sales, and a tour of available resources to help you get started on your selling journey. And uh, as I read this, it seems to me to be sort of interesting. Now, on the face of it, Getting Started, The Seller Journey sounds like it's really geared towards very, very introductory people, somebody who doesn't know anything about selling. But getting into the description, when they start talking about target customers and available resources, that gives me the impression that they are almost focused on people who are selling things, maybe wholesalers that are selling into big box people, or maybe somebody who has a retail outlet that wants to add online, but somebody who has an idea of what a target customer is. That's really not the same as somebody who has a few pieces of something lying around in the back room that they want to sell, or they want to clear out their attic, or they just like the idea of online selling. No. This is a little bit more focused than that. So on one hand, it is super introductory, but on the other hand, there might be a component of it that uses advanced language to guide people who have some experience in selling products. Now, at the same time as this, there is a super advanced session. 
and that session is called Amazon Live, Drive Discovery and Conversion with a Live Stream. Now, for those of you that don't know, uh, frequently when you go to Amazon, you'll see almost like a little TV station on the top of the screen. And that TV station is sort of like a home shopping network where people are demoing products and talking about products and giggling and laughing as they show how your life will be changed with this pizza slicer. That's their live stream. Now, this definitely isn't for every seller and probably not for 98% of sellers. So making it the first advanced session of the day is uh, interesting. Now, for what it's worth, Amazon has put little tags next to the descriptions of each session, things like live, Q&A, etc. And one of the tags on this session is featured tools. I guess that tells us that Amazon has big plans for live streaming. Uh, it makes sense because QVC is still a selling powerhouse, even after decades of Amazon and online being around. Thinking about it out loud, I sort of wouldn't be as surprised if somewhere in the Amazon universe, there's a little team that wants to create a cable station focused on selling products, and Amazon Live is phase one of getting sellers involved in creating content. You know, as I listen to myself talk, I may have just convinced myself to listen to this session. Go figure. All right, next. After a 10 minute break, Amazon goes into their next pair of sessions. The introductory track is called Getting Started, Making Your First Sale. And from the description, it seems pretty straightforward. The description is Getting Started, Making Your First Sale. What do you do when you make your first sale? Learn how a page visit turns into a sale and how to make sure you have a happy customer. We'll cover how to process a sale, package and ship products, work with your customers along the way, and tips for managing your sales account. Uh, the part that I'm going to be really curious about are these tips for managing your sales account. Do they cover giving refunds to anybody with any sort of inquiry? Do they cover watching all of your metrics? Do they cover FBA, etc.? There is a lot of tips that go into managing your sales account, and I'm going to be really curious to see how they fit it into a short 40-minute session. Uh, I'll go so far as to say that as that, as that basic track goes on for the next three days, they should be talking a lot more about managing your sales account for people who have not even made their first sale yet. Um, the second session at that same time slot is called Showcase Your Brand with A-plus Content. And this is going to be interesting to me even before I read the description. Um, here it is. Description is using A plus content is a great way for sellers to showcase their brand story and product feature information on product on an Amazon product detail page. During the session, we'll cover the value proposition of using A plus content, best practices, tips and tricks for using the A plus content manager and support resources available for help with A plus content creation. Now, what's going to be interesting to me is this. First of all, I'm curious to see how much they promote the usefulness of A-plus content. In my experience, it gives you a boost on an existing listing of uh, 5 to 10% at most. Even And until now, Amazon has always said that it gives you something like 3 or 5%. So I'm curious if they'll keep that same stated uh, improvement as what they describe. But um, the other benefit is you simply have to look as good as your competition. And if you're selling a bamboo cutting board, for example, you really want your bamboo cutting board to look as good as every other bamboo cutting board. And if you don't have A-plus content and your competition does, that's it. You're, you're behind the eight ball. Now, what's going to be interesting to me is, is this. Um, Amazon keeps adding modules 
every time I go into that A plus page, it seems like there are more and more types of things that I can do with the page. There used to be no um, comparison charts, then they added comparison charts. There's all different modules with regards to putting an image in one spot, putting a shadow, putting a reflection, putting a little feature box that's different than the main body of text. There's a lot that you can do that has evolved over time. And I'm curious to see what level of detail they're going to go into with regards to what's new and what's not new. And um, again, with only a 40 minute session, it might be tough to balance explaining what A plus content is versus actually getting into the details. So that could be something interesting for people. Um, once you've done that session, it'll you'll get only five minutes until the next session starts. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with the breaks between these sessions, but uh, I would love to know who planned these things out. Between the key, keynote and the first session, you had six minutes, then you had 10 minutes, and now it looks like you've got about five minutes. We'll see how this keeps going. Anyway, session number three, you've got uh, two sessions, and I'm actually not sure which is the introductory one. <laughs> um, first session is called Getting Started, Deals, Coupons, and Subscriptions. Second one is called How to Advertise a New Product on Amazon. Uh, both of them are sort of introductory things. As a new seller, if you've got a product that you want to launch, or as an experienced seller, if you've got some extra exposure that you want to give to your products, you really need to be running advertising, you really need to be running deals, you really need to be running coupons, and if at all you have a product which is eligible for subscriptions, definitely be on top of that. Um, I'll give you the, the descriptions. I don't really have much in terms of what I think could be added to this, but let's see. So. Getting started, deals, coupons, and subscriptions. Learn how to drive discovery through well-chosen keywords, then leverage them in marketing tools like deals, coupons, and subscribe and save to enhance conversion from views to sales. So the interesting thing to me actually has nothing to do with the title of the session. Learn how to drive discovery through well-chosen keywords. I would be very interested to know what kind of process Amazon suggests when choosing keywords for a product. This is, uh, choosing keywords is such a deep science that there are uh, any number of software solutions that help you find keywords. There's all different strategies, including using brand registry or using Helium 10 or Jungle Scout or all kinds of magical ideas that people have with long tail versus short tail, etc. So to hear Amazon's take on choosing well-chosen keywords, yeah, that's going to make this uh, an interesting session for me. If we look at the second session at that same time slot, which is how to advertise a new product on Amazon. Um, advertising on Amazon speaks for itself. It's my business. I don't really talk about that much, but uh, advertising is a key. Products that have advertising sell more than products that don't. If you've got advertising running and you stop advertising, you will typically see a very steep drop in sales after anywhere from one to five weeks. So advertising needs to be there. But let's read this description and see if anything sticks out. As someone who's selling a new product on Amazon, you're likely looking for a way to help increase your visibility, drive sales, and open up an additional long-term sales stream for your business. Uh, yeah, long-term sales stream? All right. Um, in this session, we will explore how sponsored ads can help make your new products more visible to relevant shoppers, and you will leave with easy-to-follow next steps when preparing to advertise a new product with Amazon Advertising. So... 
this connects to an interesting aspect of advertising, which is that we might have different strategies when we first launch a product versus when we are advertising a product over the long term. We typically might spend more at first and then less over time. And I'm curious that to see how Amazon discusses that. They mentioned launching it, using it to help launch a product, but I'm curious to see how much of what they actually describe will be geared towards that first initial push of a product. Um, one thing also that's going to be important to look at with a skeptical eye is how much of their suggestions are geared towards giving Amazon a lot of extra advertising revenue versus what's really going to work best for having your product sell well on Amazon. I can't say in advance, but based on the recommendations that they often email to my clients, they are probably interested in getting more ad dollars from the people that are participating in this session. Moving on, let's see how much of a break we've got. Uh, looks like five minutes. All right, so we've got two five-minute breaks in a row. Apparently, they think that once you're in the zone, you really don't need much more of a break than a sip of water. Um, so we've got two sessions, and uh, here it is clear which is the introductory session and which is the advanced session. For an introductory session, we've got Getting Started, Fulfillment by Amazon FBA. And for an advanced session, we've got best practices for sponsored display. Um, we'll start out with the description of the basic one. For those who are not aware, I've discussed this before, FBA is a vital part of any business selling on Amazon in that you are giving your product for Amazon to hold in their warehouses. Having product held in Amazon's warehouses gives you a prime badge eligibility since they'll send everything to customers mostly within two days. And when there are two offers for a product, prime and not prime, Amazon will give the buy box to the prime listing most of the time. COVID threw everything upside down, but that's a whole other conversation. In general, you want to be participating in the FBA program. So getting started, fulfillment by FBA is absolutely an important starting track, and it should be part of what you do as you start your selling on Amazon. Um, it also does go a little bit against the first session, which suggested that you should be sending things directly to shoppers, but uh, I don't have a lot to say on that. Going through the description of this, we'll start with learn how leveraging Amazon's fulfillment network can help reduce costs and streamline your order processing while making your products prime eligible. We'll walk through the features, pricing, and best practices for order fulfillment and FBA. This, I would say, is of a lot of value. There are a lot of people who don't know what they're doing when they first send in products, and they pack things too tightly. They pack things in ways that can get broken. They don't sticker everything. They do a lot of things that hold up their shipments, and um, hopefully this session will give people some useful tips and tricks. Not tricks, just tips. Um, going to the second session, best practices for sponsored display. Now, for those of you familiar with Amazon, Amazon has a few different types of ads that you can run. One type is called sponsored products, in which as part of the search results, your listing will be one of the searches, that one of the results that come up. Uh, then there's something called sponsored display. Sponsored display is a newer type of advertisement that shows up in a few selected spots, and um, they've been evolving it so that it looks more like Amazon DSP. And uh, this is absolutely going to be something that I think Amazon is promoting and pushing to smaller sellers. So it's going to be interesting to see what this session consists of. 
looking at the description, it's, uh, it goes like this. Discover how Amazon's latest advertising opportunity, sponsored display, complements other advertising solutions by allowing you to reach the right audience at the right time, both on and off Amazon. We'll cover best practices, campaign strategies based on common advertiser goals, and walk through different scenarios to illustrate how you can optimize your campaigns and re-engage your customers. Um, I'm not sure what common advertiser goals are, but um, I would imagine it's sell a lot with a low overhead. Outside of that, I don't really know what other goals there could be besides product visibility, but uh, I guess they'll cover those things. Um, Let's see, in terms of the tags, it looks like pretty straightforward things. Live, Q&A, advertising, and so far almost every session has had preparing for Prime Day and Peak as a tag. I don't necessarily know that uh, that's something different, and I don't know that uh, start, starting with sponsored display is going to be so useful on Prime Day. All right, next, that's it for those two sessions. Um, again, we have another five-minute break between 3.40 p.m. Eastern and 3.45 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we've got two more sessions. Uh, I might have to think a moment to think which is the basic and which is the advanced. But the first session is called Help Accelerate Sales with Advertising. And the second one is called Virtual Bundles for Brands. I'm going to imagine that Help Accelerate Sales for Advertising is sort of introductory. And Virtual Bundles for Brands is the one which is a little bit more advanced since you've got to have multiple products in order to create a bundle. Um, Helping accelerate sell sales with advertising. I'm curious to see what is different from the session which basically started talking about advertising in the first place. Millions of shoppers use Amazon to discover products. One great way to grow brand awareness and visibility is through sponsored ads. We will discuss the sponsored ads tools available to sellers to jumpstart their sales and gain awareness of their products, brand registry details, how to launch your first campaign, and resources to keep learning. Uh... Hmm. I'm not sure how different this is from how to advertise a new product on Amazon. And in fact, it is being given by the same uh, person, Caitlin Gonzalez. I don't know much about her. I can probably look her up on LinkedIn to see what position she has within Amazon, but I'll assume it is some sort of advertising capacity. I'm not exactly sure what the difference is. The words sort sound of sort of sound the same. Bleh. Sort of sound the same. If someone has some insight, I guess this is an opportunity to give me some feedback. Um, getting into the next session that happens at the same time is called Virtual Bundles for Brands. And as I said, this is absolutely going to be something which is more advanced. Um, as for the description, the description is sell bundles of complementary FBA items without packaging them together. These quote-unquote virtual bundles help customers discover and buy more products from your brand. We'll discuss the recently launched virtual bundles tool and show you how easy it is to create and sell bundles your customers will love. This is definitely something useful. I think that uh, all sellers that are selling at least one product should be jumping on the virtual bundles bandwagon and um, having Amazon give some, uh, you know, some focus on it is definitely useful. They probably should have created some sort of a product tag or a t agenda tag that points people to tools and features that they might not be using, and this would be perfect for it. I know it launched a couple of months ago. I know of one person that's doing it. It's definitely not getting so much traction, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what Amazon has to say about it. Now, 
after this session, uh, which ends at, I guess, 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time, at 4.30, again, five minutes later, there is a whole group of sessions which are... This is sort of like a lunch break time or a time to walk through an exhibitor hall virtually. And what they're doing is they are having all sorts of Amazon providers make their own sessions. Now, these sessions, as I understand it, are pre-recorded and they're essentially ways for people to uh, highlight different uh, tools and options. So as an example, one provider is called A2X. Um, Actually, I don't know, even know what A2X is, and it just doesn't describe it. But it's, according to the description, is A2X will be taking questions regarding their presentation, know your margin, know your profit, during this one-hour question and answer session. Know your margin, know your profit is available in the Amazon Accelerate Video On Demand Library. Watching the presentation prior to attending provider office hours is strongly encouraged. So um, I might be wrong about what I just said for the last two minutes. Apparently, well, let's let me read one more description and then I'll confirm what I'm thinking. Uh, again, provider office hours, seller labs. Seller labs will be taking questions regarding their presentation, communicating with customers, complying with Amazon's policies during this one hour question and answer session. Um, communicating with customers is available in the Amazon Accelerate video on demand library. Watching the presentation prior to attending provider office hours is strongly included in encouraged um all right so apparently a group of providers will be creating content that describes their product offerings and then they'll be provided by amazon with it looks like a one hour session to take questions and answers from people who have watched those videos and who have questions about it it looks like we've got four providers or yeah four providers that have office hours provider number one is called a2x I don't know anything about them. Provider two is called Seller Labs. Um, Seller Labs is actually a really interesting suite of tools. They've got a whole bunch of feedback and other management software. The tools are generally well regarded. And I can tell you that they're, uh, the head of the company is a person named Jeff Cohen. Jeff Cohen, I can tell you, gave me the most insightful session I've ever had at any conference ever, which was a session on optimizing your listings. The way that he broke down how to optimize a listing and how to use shopper mindset in terms of creating creating better content, uh, it literally it shaped the way I look at listings from then on, and that was several years ago. I never have hesitate to uh, to give him compliments on it. So yeah, I recommend listening to Seller Labs if nothing else, and getting a chance to hear whoever is going to listen to those questions and answers. You know, there might be some interesting things going on. Uh, the next provider that's going to have office hours is Celex. Celex is a is a uh, they offer a software that manages advertising. Uh, I know a little bit about it. I have worked with it a little bit. I don't have much comment on it. It works for some people, you know. So it would be worth it to listen to their presentation and see what they have to say. Uh, the last one is going to be called Stellcore Management Services. I don't know anything about what Stellcore Management Services is. I'll assume they manage services. Uh, but if you want to hear more, you'll probably have to go ahead and listen to their video. And then if you have questions, um, go ask some questions. Um, I'm going to pause this thing. I'm going to get some water and I'll be back in an instant. And I'm back. So we left off with day one having been completed. 
I don't think I necessarily said that, but uh, yes, those office hour things are going to be the end of day one. One thing I'm surprised about is that they don't do any sort of closing statement for the day, which typically does tend to happen at trade shows. Usually after however many hours, somebody will come and address the entire group and say something that basically wraps up the day and gets everybody excited for the next day. Not so with this show. So, you get to go home. You don't really get to mingle with anybody unless such said tool that I discussed earlier will have been invented between now and then. And we regroup the next day, Wednesday, September 2nd. We're going to start off with a keynote, uh, just like the day before. And this keynote session is called Building Your Brand in Amazon Stores. Um, this is actually interesting to me. So the session is called Building Your Brand in Amazon Stores Through Compelling Content and Storytelling Fosters. Hmm. Okay, so their grammar seems to be a little bit off and doesn't really read properly. Here's how it reads. Building your brand in Amazon stores through compelling content and storytelling fosters an emotional connection with your customers. That is not a properly built sentence, and it hurts my brain to read it. But that's what it is. Uh, it actually connects to the point I'm going to make in about a second. Discover how to grow sales, brand awareness, and customer engagement by building a cohesive brand experience through Amazon's existing tools and services, plus soon-to-be-released innovations. Hmm. I wonder what the soon-to-be-released innovations are. Uh, they're not telling us at this point, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. But the interesting thing to me is who is giving this keynote. The keynote is being given by a lady named Christine Beauchamp. Beauchamp? I don't know how to pronounce it. Her position in Amazon is President of Amazon Fashion. Now, what makes this interesting is Amazon's fashion really does not do much in terms of business as compared to regular, as composed to the regular brands that we see on Amazon, whether it's Haynes or Columbia or even private label brands that have taken off. Amazon fashion does not do anything in terms of business compared to those. They also have apparently tens if not dozens of brands that they've introduced for everything from children to adult to men to women you know it's scattered across all different brands there is no cohesiveness there is no relationship between any of those brands and as best as i understand it there is no plan to unify them in any sort of way so uh, keynoting a session which is this which is dedicated to building a cohesive brand experience I might suggest that there are other people who could probably give a better keynote based on that subject. But that's just me. Today's session or that day's session is going to be a few minutes shorter than the last one. It basically is going to be uh, 30 minutes instead of 34 minutes, maybe because she's not as good at building a cohesive brand experience as opposed to the day before's uh, presentation by Jeff Wilkie, who has exceedingly done well at his job. Um, okay, I think I might be getting a little bit mean, so I'll stop here. But uh, yeah, there are some criticisms to be leveled at Amazon's execution of fashion strategy. So once you're done with that session, you'll get 10 minutes to regroup and we'll go into today's actual breakout sessions. So we start off with two sessions and the first session is called Pricing Competitively on Amazon. Second session is called Amazon Brand Registry. Um, I'm going to imagine that pricing competitively on Amazon is our introductory session. And 
Amazon brand registry is a little bit more advanced, though to say that it's a little bit more advanced is not an exaggeration. I do feel like brand registry is a key and vital important important strategy for anybody that wants to build a brand on Amazon. But let's see what these are about, because as I've read through some of the previous descriptions, there have been little bits and pieces of interesting things that pop up. So pricing competitively on Amazon. Um, Pricing competitively in Amazon is one of the key factors used to determine your eligibility for the featured offer. That is not a surprise to anyone. For many sellers, featured offer placement can lead to increased sales. We will discuss the tools available, and then in parentheses they write pricing health, automating pricing, MWS APIs, for sellers to help them provide sharp pricing on their products and great value to customers. So... This seems to me like it's going to be 40 minutes of being told that you have to offer the lowest price on both Amazon and the internet in order to succeed on Amazon. I don't really know that you need 40 minutes for that, but I guess if someone doesn't know what they're in for and they do hop in for that 40 minutes, they're going to get an earful. It is important to know and it's important to realize and for anyone that doesn't realize it, that earful might be useful, but I would imagine that uh, being competitive sort of seems like a straightforward thing. One thing that he should be telling people is that if you introduce a private label product, do not think that you can overprice your product compared to your competitors. Think that your product is better quality and expect to make a lot of sales right off the bat. Um, that would be one of the few places in which, you know, sharp pricing is not obviously the right direction. Anywho, getting on to the advanced session for 12.40 p.m. or 9.40 a.m. for the people on the West Coast, which is Amazon Brand Registry. Um, description. Amazon Brand Protection is dedicated to ensuring safe and authentic buying experiences for our customers. Join this conversation to learn about how our Brand Registry program and the tools that enable brands to more accurately represent their products, detect and report violations, and proactively prevent violations. Um, so I would say that this is a very interesting and important session for almost all sellers. Um, there is a big problem of hijackers, there is a big problem of counterfeiting, and brand registry tools are vital for managing those. Um, there is no shortage of firms dedicated to helping you with brand registry issues. Some are more ethical than others, but having your own handle of the way that brand registry works is going to be really, really important. So this is going to be one of the best sessions or most useful sessions for private label sellers, I think. Um, once the session is done, it looks like you get about 10 minutes to regroup and work on to the next pair of sessions, which uh, again, looks sort of interesting. Both of these actually look sort of advanced as opposed to yesterday when one of the one pair of sessions looked both pretty introductory. So the first session is prime day strategy for your Amazon sponsored ads um, given by Caitlin Gonzalez, the same lady that gave yesterday's ads. Uh, the second session is called Amazon brand analytics. Um, prime day strategy for your Amazon ads. The description is, Prime Day is one of Amazon's biggest global shopping events, and sponsored ads can help you reach more shoppers excited to discover products, brands, and deals. We'll show you how to create a strong advertising plan for Prime Day, from setting goal-oriented budgets, to engaging customers with your product pages, to using sponsored ads strategically before, during, and after Prime Day. Um, so, in my experience, 
whenever whenever uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday have come up, Amazon's Amazon suggestions have basically amounted to multiplying your bu- your ad budget by a factor of three or five or more, and also raising your bids to remain ultra competitive. There's a lot more nuance to strategy than that, and I'm curious to see what they're likely to tell people. Um, this is going to be one of the situations where I'm going to bet that the advice Amazon gives is much more focused on helping Amazon realize a lot of advertising revenue as opposed to genuine goals that can help sellers. But I will reserve judgment until having listened to this. Um, the second session is called Amazon Brand Analytics. And Amazon Brand Analytics is going to be interesting because the tool itself really gives a lot of uh, interesting insights into your products. There are a lot of ways to use the tool, and it has been extraordinarily valuable to a lot of sellers. Uh, so on to the description. Feed your inner, inner data cravings. Make informed and strategic decisions with powerful data. We will discuss the six customer behavior reports. And then they go ahead and describe the behavior reports. Amazon search terms, repeat purchase behavior, market basket analysis, item comparisons, and demographics, which can help you to make smarter, faster business decisions. Uh, yes, yes, and yes. I recommend absolutely listening in on this session. I recommend knowing as much as possible as you can learn about Amazon brand analytics. And to the extent that you have any time available in your day, use that time available to know more about your product with this tool. That's it. Highly recommended. Um, I would hope that they go into a lot of detail, but really any amount of detail is going to be better to know than what you, if you don't know about it right now. Um, Let's see. Once this session is done, you get five minutes. So that five-minute break will lead into a pair of sessions called Promoting Products Using Deals and Coupons and Maintaining Great Account Health. Both of these seem pretty introductory. And uh, Promoting Products Using Deals and Coupons sort of sounds like a session we had the day before. But let's read on. Discount and promote your products using deals and coupons. Learn the basics in Seller Central, best practices, and ways to improve ASIN-level performance by promoting products for improved sales. Um, I guess it sounds to me like they're going to go into the mechanics of how to use deals and how to use coupons. The thinking is pretty straightforward. People like coupons. People like deals. It helps people sell more product. Um... Again, I know that this session existed yesterday, but I guess it sounds like they'll go into more detail about how to actually go through the process of creating these coupons. Uh, At the same time, maintaining great account health. This is important. Um, Amazon keeps changing the bar on what great account health is is, uh, measured as, and hearing the latest on what they consider great account health is going to be important. Though, having said that, in my experience, Amazon tends to gloss over a lot of the details, and they basically just say, keep appropriate amounts of stock in, in place, make sure you take care of customer issues, make sure you sell high-quality products, really, really top-level stuff, so I'm not sure how much detail they'll go into, but the topic is important. Uh, as far as the description, let's see what's up. In this session, you'll learn about the latest features for proactively managing your account health on Amazon. You'll also hear best practices and tips for maintaining strong performance while building your business based on Amazon's account health team's conversations with thousands of sellers around the world. Oh, that's a mouthful. Okay, so um, this is interesting. 
So proactively managing your account health, that's uh, pretty straightforward. Best practices and tips, sure, I'm curious to hear about that. And the part that is super interesting to me, based on Amazon, based on the Amazon account health team's conversations with thousands of sellers around the world. Now I can tell you something, no human I have ever met has ever had an, a conversation with an account health team member. Um, as I understand it, Everything is buried through layers and layers of of um, appeals and emails and frustration. So I'm very curious to hear who these account health team members are and who exactly they are having conversations with, because I just certainly don't know any of these people on either end of the conversation. But uh, again, as always, let's see what the session looks like compared to what the description looks like. Next, let's see how long this break is. Of course, five minutes. Um, we've got two more sessions, manage your experiments for brands and grow your Amazon business with expert help. Hmm. All right. Let's start off with manage your experiments for brands, uh, release your inner scientist to confidently learn which product content is better run a B test to see what content drives more sales. We will discuss the M Y E tools, multiple experiment types. Uh, which cover product titles and A-plus content, and show you how to use it to improve your content's effectiveness at driving conversions by as much as 25% and increase your sales for free. Um, that's pretty straightforward. I know that the manager experiments for brands is something which you really... It's limited in terms of how many types of products you can use it for. You, need, you really need to sell a lot of inventory in order to have enough data to to get comparisons. If you sell 15 pieces of a SKU per month, there simply isn't enough to compare. Um, even if you sell 50 or 100 or 200 units a month, it's going to be still tough to extract something unless it's a very, very dramatic difference. Um, but I guess it is still something to know about. And for sellers that are selling tons and are not running experiments, this is going to be something to, to look into. The other session is called Grow Your Amazon Business with Expert Help. I guess this this sort of appeals to the beginner sellers because I guess beginners would want expert help. In my experience, most experts, you probably don't want their help for one reason or another. There are few people who provide outstanding help, but uh, for the most part, be suspicious of anyone offering to help you. Um, grow Your Business with Expert Help. Amazon's service provider network is a marketplace of empaneled third-party service providers that can help you launch, grow, manage, and expand your Amazon business. From shooting great images of your products to improving your Amazon sales, our service providers can help you at every step of selling online. Okay, so this is apparently a nod to Amazon's service provider marketplace. Um, from what I can tell you, uh, it's very hit or miss. I have spent some time in the marketplace. I discussed with them becoming a member of that marketplace. And I can tell you that within the advertising space and within a couple of the other spaces that I know about, uh, both who are good providers and who are not at all good providers, they both they all seem to be in Amazon. So I don't know what their vetting is. However, it's, it is still good to have a marketplace of options available in one place. And if it's got to be someplace, I guess it's better that it's on Amazon than some random Google link of people that offer things. Um, so by all means, listen, see what they say about it. Maybe they'll give tips on how to vet providers. Um, once that's done, you get another five minutes. Um, 
This five minutes leads up to a pair of sessions called Seller Panel Building a $1 Million Business and Build Your Brand Through Amazon Advertising. Um, hmm. I would imagine that Build Your Brand Through Amazon Advertising is the introductory one and Building Your $1 Million Business is the more advanced session. Though, having said that, um, I really am of the belief that Amazon is such a fantastic place to do business. And I'm not saying this sarcastically. You know, I, I tend to make lots of comments with snark or with uh, sarcasm. But no, I firmly do believe that Amazon is an outstanding place to do business. That um, if you are serious about your business, building a $1 million business is possible even for starters. It's, it's really not even hard as long as you are absolutely dedicated and focused to it the people that don't make it are the people that are not serious so um, I guess the fantasy of building a one million dollar business appeals to people who are not serious about it or people who are introductory or starting off and I guess let's see what this panel has to say learn best practices from Amazon launchpad sellers on how they grew their Amazon businesses to one million dollars and beyond these veteran sellers will share tips on how they navigated their first 90 days, what they learned from their first Q4, and other challenges they overcame throughout their Amazon journey. Um, well, I would say it might be interesting to listen to, but I, I hesitate to say that it will be very useful, because in a lot of cases, these people will talk about things that are sort of um, top level as opposed to discussing the grind and the work and the focus that needs to go into it. So a better a better um, reference point, and I'm not sure if this reference point is available to you, but if you've got friends and acquaintances that are doing this $1 million level of business, those are going to be the people to spend time around and to discuss the business with. Um, even besides that, I wouldn't even focus on $1 million as a business goal. That really, really is not useful because... Depending on the price level of your product, $1 million might be easy or it might be impossible. I really would focus more on skew success, getting products that sell a large amount every month and then repeating the process of introducing more products like that. Don't worry about being at a million or not a million dollars. If you grow and grow and grow the number of products you sell and the, you get enough successful ones, you will not only sell one million, you will sell many millions. Uh, I'd like to see everyone do that. I probably know that most won't, but um, don't focus so much on this million dollar number. It's not that amazing. So having said that, the second session at the same time slot is build your brand through Amazon advertising. Uh, again, given by Caitlin Gonzalez. Uh, this, again, seems to be a sort of introductory thing, but let's see what they have to say. Explore both the sponsored and organic products which are available to help. Wahoo. Okay. Explore both the sponsored and, uh, and organic products which are available to help drive your business as a brand registry user. We will discuss how to create a cohesive brand identity across your advertising campaigns, new features and products we're creating to help you amplify your brand, and the best practices to follow while establishing your brand voice. Um, sounds very holistic, sounds very new age, sounds very top level. Uh, I always like to hear about new tools, so that in and of itself is something which is useful. But going past that... Uh, what I experience and what I see is that the ideas of how to create a brand and how to co create a cohesive voice are different than the nuts and bolts of doing the work. We can have plenty of conversations about spirit and things like that, but in the end, 
almost every brand that I've seen has started out with one key product, which represents a vision or an opportunity, and then expansions of that into related products or versions of the same product. So someone will have, for example, a water bottle, and then they'll make a different size or a different material. And all of a sudden, between the sizes and materials and colors, you've got a family of products and you've got a brand which is matched to that unique feature. Um, You've got an apparel company, you know, they'll start out with the perfect sweatshirt, for example. And I'm specifically referring to American Giant sweatshirts, which are absolutely fantastic. Um, the best $110 you'll ever spend on a sweatshirt. But um, they started out with a sweatshirt. Their only product was a sweatshirt. They put all their love and focus and attention to their sweatshirt and built a brand out of it. And of course, from there, they expanded into a sweatshirt with a hood to a sweatshirt without a hood and a sweatshirt that zipped up to a sweatshirt that didn't zip up. And eventually they expanded into t-shirts because if you like their sweatshirts, you will naturally be attracted to their $34 t-shirts. Um, that is how you build a brand by starting out with a focus product and building out from there. I'm not sure how well you're going to be able to communicate that during a, a trade show session. And I don't think that anybody who has built a brand has really had an overarching vision that really expanded and had a, a path. It's typically something which starts in the way that I just described. But as with every other session here, my opinions and my ideas and my expectations are just that. I don't know what's going to happen, so don't listen to me. Um, or listen to me, but also use your own opinions. So after that, you'll get a few more minutes, a 5-minute break, and we will again wrap up the day with provider office hours. Provider office hours are, if you missed the last time I mentioned it, provider office hours are apparently Q&A sessions for people who have watched videos created by these providers. The providers day two are America's SBDC. I have no idea what they do. Um, if I click through, it says America's SBDC, a nationwide network of small business support. Small business support can refer to anything from advice to actual services to who knows what. So I don't know exactly know what they do. Um, Ecom Engine is a company that I have recommended often. They make Feedback 5 and they make a couple of other tools like Restock Pro. I have found their tools to be very interesting in the past and they'll be having office hours. Um, the third session is going to be from a company called Opened Box Returns. The name of the company is pretty straightforward, and I will assume that they do something along the lines of processing your returned customer merchandise. And the last session, oh, well, actually, we've got a whole bunch of sessions on day two. All right. Um, next one is called Provider Office Hours PackView. PackView is going to be interesting because they are an advertising software provider. I can tell you that one of the founders of PackView was actually one of the creators of Microsoft Excel software. So as you can imagine from somebody that helped create that Excel software, the advertising they software they provide is very, very data focused. Um, they were recently suggested to be the top advertising software in a video that circles around the internet that evaluated every advertising software. Um, I haven't used them a lot. I did a demo with them and maybe I'll provide my thoughts on that one day, but uh, their software is definitely worth looking at as part of the, the best options. Um, next is Perpetua. Uh, Perpetua is also in the same 
category of software provider as PackView. They make advertising uh, software. Their software is interesting because they use a different style of campaign structure than almost anybody else. They do something with goals. Um, I sort of don't exactly have my head wrapped around it, but I will also say that lots of people do like Perpetua. So definitely give them some attention. Next is Quartile, Q-U-A-R-T-I-L-E. Quartile is an agency. Um, they do what I do just on a much bigger scale than what I do. Um, I can't really comment on the results of what they do, but uh, they apparently have invested in sponsoring some video time and they'll have office hours. And the last one is a company called Salsify, S-A-L-S-I-F-Y. Um, I'm pretty sure that they have nothing to do with salsa, uh, either the dancing or the condiment. Uh, maybe the S-A-L part has to do with sales. I'm not sure. Uh, let's see what their video is called. Uh, successful strategies for winning customers on Amazon. Hmm. That does not tell me anything about what they do. So uh, if you are interested in learning what they do, uh, you can spend some time Googling it. I have not done this Google search on Salsify. Uh, maybe the video will be interesting, but that's what part of what will be happening at 4.30 Eastern time on Wednesday, September 2. Is it time for another drink? Maybe. All right, sip of water number two is history. And we are on to day three of Amazon Accelerate, which is the last day of Amazon Accelerate. As with the other days, we start off with a keynote. And as with yesterday, it's maybe a little bit curious of a keynote. Um, the keynote is called Inside FBA, Looking to the Future. Um, a conversation on Amazon's continued investments in operations and what's ahead for fulfillment by FBA or fulfillment by Amazon. Um, the conversation is given by a man named Devesh Mishra, who is VP of the Worldwide Supply Chain on Amazon. Now, I'm not sure what's going to be in this keynote. I will imagine it's very high level, but I also will imagine that this is an absolutely fascinating person to have a conversation with if you would ever get the opportunity. The things he knows about supply chains and the things he knows about fulfillment would probably amaze people. Um... At some point, if I ever get, if I ever start to have guests on my show, and I can possibly make this happen, I would love to talk to him. I think it's a him. I don't know. But, okay. Anyway, you'll have about 30 minutes of discussions on FBA. I'm not sure how that sets the tone for the rest of the day, as I mentioned. But, uh, you know, I guess that's how, what Amazon is deciding to do. You'll get about 10 minutes for a break after he speaks. And then we'll again start off on our two track or two session track for the day. Um, we start off with two sessions, one called FBA inventory replenishment and the second one called using marketplace app store to amplify your business. Um, uh, let's see. I would imagine that Amazon FBA inventory replenishment is the, is the advanced session and using marketplace app store to amplify your business is the introductory session. Let's see if my uh, hunch is right. Using Marketplace App Store to amplify your business impact. Finding trusted third-party applications that meet your unique business needs for selling in Amazon stores can be daunting. Discover the Marketplace App Store, a single store that offers over 1,400 applications in 14 categories to help you find what you need. 
Learn about the Marketplace App Store and how to find applications to increase selling efficiency, automate pricing, build reports, conduct product research, improve customer response time, and more. Huh. Um, okay, so as far as my impressions on this, I think that uh, it's dangerous at a minimum. Using adding tools to your business is absolutely vital. Adding the right tools is very crucial and adding the wrong tools can really destroy your business. I can remember about 10 or 11 years ago at this point when I used to use a repricing software and anybody who was using this repricing software at the time remembers that um, a bug happened in the software and they suddenly repriced everything that did not have a minimum set to one penny. And um, all of a sudden, we started seeing orders come in basically at like two or three in the afternoon on a Friday, order after order coming in for a penny, a penny, a penny. And we had no idea what was going on. Um, thank God. Thank God we were not doing FBA at the time. And we had control over every single transaction. And we did not ship anything at that price. Uh, we were able to cancel the orders. We had some customers complain. Amazon understood, even if they didn't like it at the time. And uh, we got past that. If you were selling Prime, uh, it's very entirely possible that some people had their inventories wiped out that day. Anyway, the software company is good. I won't mention who they are because I don't want to uh, impact them based on an issue from 10 years ago. But um, the shorter point or, that I'm trying to get to is that if you don't know a lot about what you're doing and you're not on top of it, there can be really negative impacts. And just throwing people into a marketplace that has 1,400 applications is going to be overwhelming if indeed this is targeted for new sellers. So... Hopefully, uh, Joanna Martin, who is giving this presentation, will give a lot of cautionary advice for navigating that plot, that marketplace. Um, at the same time, the second session is called FBA Inventory Replenishment. Um, I don't think we need to go into the description of it, or should I? Yeah, why not? Let's keep with the uh, let's keep with the process so far. Establishing a good replenishment process is the key to reducing out of stock and achieving the highest return for your investment in inventory. This session will focus on the tools and reports available on Seller Central, including the ability to view product forecasts to help you plan FBA replenishment. We will discuss restocking best practices and successful case studies to reduce out of stock, unhealthy inventory, and achieve faster delivery promises for your products. So what's going to be interesting to me is to know in how much detail they are going to discuss Amazon's recent inventory restrictions. For new products, you're allowed to send 200 units at a time. And I don't know how Amazon expects sellers to remain out of stock unless they're going to be telling them to fulfill things by merchant, which isn't FBA replenishment, inventory replenishment. Um, as an example, I launched a product for a seller about 10 days ago. They've sold 700 units of this product so far. They are already out of stock and they are fulfilling orders by merchant just to keep up the velocity. And it is a product that has, it's a product in the toy category. It has the capacity to sell uh, five figures of units. We have no idea how this is going to happen with FBA, and it's a challenge we're trying to figure out from three months in advance. I would love for the Q&A part of this session for somebody, maybe even me, to ask them how to deal with this. So, yeah, this is uh, unexpectedly interesting. When I saw the title, I didn't think much of it, but uh, as we get into it, it's going to be a big challenge. I don't probably expect too much out of it. I expect them to give some boilerplate comments about 
making sure your inventory doesn't run low without talking too much about the restrictions that Amazon puts on things. But uh, I guess, as with everything else, we shall see. Once these two sessions are over, we get uh, 10 more minutes, which I guess is better than the five-minute breaks. And we start into two sessions. One is called Improving FBA Performance, and the other is called Expanding to Europe and Japan. Um, improving FBA in performance, I'll imagine, is the introductory session. Um, good management of your FBA inventory can lead to reduced overstock, better sell-through, and higher profits for your selling business. We measure inventory management through the Inventory Performance Index. Learn what actions can help and hurt your inventory performance and what tools are available on Seller Central to help you in improve your inventory management. I spoke about this in my first episode with the uh, FBA Inventory Performance Index, and I'm curious to see what's going to be different from the session before discussing FBA Inventory Replenishment. To me, it seems like one is just talking about the tools that lead to your score, and the other is just leading, just discussing the score itself. Um, I would uh, hesitate, you know, I would imagine that it's sort of limited improvement or limited additional information over the first session. Then again, the session is pretty complex. The The topic is pretty complex and probably could use two of these 40-minute bites, so maybe that's useful. The other session is a little bit more interesting, expanding to Europe and Japan. Um, I don't know why they left out all the other marketplaces, because Amazon has marketplaces in many other parts of the world at this point, besides Europe and Japan. But uh, so it is. Accelerate your international sales using the power of Amazon's global brand. Learn how to start selling successfully in Amazon's established stores in Europe and Japan. Get tips on how to navigate taxes, logistics, and more while using Amazon's tools to simplify expansion. Um, based on what I know of expanding to Europe and Japan, it takes significantly more than the tools that Amazon provides to make it happen successfully. But this is definitely a good foundation piece of information. Next, uh, you will get a grand total of five minutes once these two sessions are done. And then we go into, again, uh, sessions that seem oddly connected to the previous sessions. One session is called Expanding to Emerging Marketplaces. Well, actually, uh, now I can see the connection. Apparently, the marketplaces in the Middle East, Australia, Singapore, etc. are considered emerging. And uh, Europe and Japan, I guess, are more settled. So... Uh, I just learned something. All right, so we've got expanding to emerging marketplaces, and we've got reducing stranded inventory. I would imagine that reducing stranded inventory is the basic session, so let's see what's up there. Reduce stranded inventory. Reducing stranded inventory is one of the easiest ways to improve your IPI score. This session will start from the basics and work up to stranded inventory prevention techniques and tackling harder-to-fix issues. We'll also discuss how our automated tools can reduce the effort required to eliminate your stranded inventory. I don't really have much to add to that. Stranded inventory is an issue. Stranded inventory is an issue you should be on top of. It's not really that complex, so you know I don't really have much to comment on it. Expanding to in emerging marketplaces is probably going to be a little bit more interesting, possibly because the expectations and the processes for getting in there are a little bit different than they are for, you know, Europe. So the description is, get early mover advantage by bringing new selection to Amazon's marketplaces in the Middle East, Australia, Singapore, and more. Many products sold around the world aren't sold in our emerging marketplaces yet, meaning more opportunity for you. Learn about the opportunity and how to successfully get started in some of Amazon's newest stores. Um, 
All right. If you are in a position where your business can expand to additional marketplaces, by all means, get in on this session. I definitely don't recommend it unless your business is fully settled with a flow for processing orders and for selling good volume of products here. But um, at that point, by all means, you one of the ways to expand is by expanding into additional marketplaces. You know, there are three ways. To, there are a few ways to grow. The first way is to sell more of your current product line. Second way is to sell more products. And the third way is to sell your products in more places. Um, this session covers the third way. All right. Um, once you're done with those, you get a nice five minute break. And then we have our last two sessions of the day. Uh, one is called Optimizing FBA Inbound, and one is called Seller Panel Insights and Strategies for Accelerating Your Sales on Amazon. Um, optimizing FBA Inbound, I guess, is going to be about the processes of getting things to Amazon. Uh, as per the description, improvements in our inbound workflow, transportation solutions, and visibility tools assist FBA sellers to, to simplify the process of sending shipments into Amazon. In this session, we'll provide sellers with an overview of recent tool improvements and tips and tricks to accelerate their shipments. Um, if, you're sending in, if you're sending products into FBA regularly, I don't think you need this session at all. Um, you are inside those tools already. You see the changes as they happen, and you get your product sent in. So this might be the only one which I can clearly say I don't see the value of for a seller doing any business on Amazon. Um, the last one, though, is what seems to me like a closing session should be. Seller panel, insights and strategies for accelerating your sales on Amazon. Many, uh, many trade shows close out with a panel just like this, in which a few people who are experienced in different areas of whatever thing is being, subject, is being discussed will sit around and answer questions from a moderator. Um, those give you an idea of what's happening currently. They'll typically ask questions about where people think this marketplace is going. And I'll expect that before I read this description, that that's what's going on. Um, in this panel discussion, you'll gain valuable insights and actionable advice from experienced Amazon sellers and their strategic account managers on driving sales growth on Amazon. Now that is interesting. Strategic account managers. Um, I absolutely would like to hear what strategic account managers have to say about Amazon. For those of you not aware, um, these are called SAMs, S-A-Ms, and they are available to sellers who pay a pretty significant fee to Amazon for having a monthly person like this. I think it's something like $2,500 a month plus like 0.03 of your sales. If you're a large seller, this fee is um, not too significant. If you are a small seller, this fee is impossible. But having access to this person can definitely provide benefits to your business and sitting in on a session where at least one or more of these account managers will be discussing Amazon, you're not going to get a chance to hear that in any other situation. So that is a good way to close out the session. Now, although we say it's closing out the session, uh, we still have office hours. Um, office hours for this session are going to be provided by a company called Downstream Impact. I don't know what they do. E-Vitamin. Uh, I don't know what they do, but it sounds to me like they might be a uh, white label provider of vitamins for the sellers on Amazon. Um, First Choice Shipping, who is uh, actually, I know Pearl very well. They are a uh, company that provides services to ship things essentially all over the country and all over the world. They specialize in helping sellers manage their supply chains, bringing product uh, again all over the world. But they're, 
they specialize and they have had a lot of success in bringing people to Amazon's additional marketplaces. So they can help you navigate getting onto Amazon UK and to the other Amazon marketplaces. They have connections within Amazon. And um, if you are interested in expanding to the, to, you know, to the UK market and to others, I would absolutely recommend listening to their video and then participating in the Q and A. Um, besides that, we've got a session from a company called Chrome Studio, K-R-O-M-E. I imagine that they do something along the lines of creating content. We've got Seller Active. They provide some Amazon seller services. Seller Drive is also a company that provides seller services. I believe that one of these companies does something with helping you get refunds for services that Amazon hasn't provided properly. Um, another one helps you manage inventory. I might be totally wrong on these, but um, I believe that's what they do. And then the last one is a company called Excelco. Um, they have a number of tools that help you with messaging. Um, they help you manage your customer messages. They help you set up uh, autoresponders for days you might not be in the office and things like that. And with that, you'll sort of have experienced your full range of Amazon Accelerate content. Besides that, they have a section of their website which is dedicated to on-demand uh, content. And I think those are the videos that are referred to in the um, Q&A sessions because that's what it looks like here. I see the list of people making these videos and they are the people that I've mentioned earlier. Um, sort of a sort of a anticlimactic end to the schedule process here. They don't really define the end of three days of content and then explain that they're going into on-demand stuff. Um, so there you have it. You've got three days of content from Amazon. A lot of it is interesting. Um, a lot of it was surprising once I got into the descriptions. And um, I'm going to imagine that for a lot of sessions, you're probably going to want to listen to both things going on at any particular time slot. So I have to imagine that Amazon is going to be able to, is going to give you all of these things to listen to afterwards. You will almost definitely not be able to participate in a Q&A outside of the question time. But um if you can find a way to make that happen, you probably have a good market opportunity with your time machine. Anywho, um, I think that with this, I'll sort of wrap it up for today. So to summarize, we've got a show called Amazon Accelerate. It's going to cover everything or almost everything that is involved with basically selling on Amazon these days from starting introductory content like how to open an account and how to send in your first shipments all the way over to more advanced topics like managing your inventory issues there's a lot of content about advertising and even about showing live videos on amazon so this is going to be something that almost every seller will be interested in hearing more about there are going to be providers giving q a sessions and on-demand videos to help you understand more about the services that are available so it promises to be a pretty good show all right and with this i think i'm going to wrap it up for today i've got more stuff to talk about but i'll save it for a second podcast to come in the next few days until then have a great week thanks for joining us today on jungle thoughts as always, your comments, questions, and show suggestions are welcome. You can reach Abe on all the usual platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, and by visiting xpstrategy.com. Make sure to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and tell your friends to listen too. Until next time, this has been Jungle Thoughts.